Can the church say amen? amen. Woo, good place to be today. All these good-looking people, I'm telling you, I'm so blessed. Highly favored, mighty warrior. Can somebody say amen? Are we mighty warriors or aren't we? Well, I tell you, I can't help you. Ukraine's been on my heart. Think about those kids in those bunkers. And I, I see my girls. What would that be of Hadley when us were there, you know? Said everybody from 18 to 60 come and fight. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's unbelievable what's taking place in the world. It's kind of sitting in a stall trying to figure out what to do. And we know what we need to be doing right now. We need to be praying, amen. And I haven't stopped praying, but it's heavy on my heart. Uh, Kim just told me that uh, Putin put his uh, nuclear part of his army on standby. Uh, that would be a terrible thing if he would start a nuclear war. And so we really need to pray. I thank God I'm a mighty warrior. And I'm telling you what, there's some mighty warriors over there too. There's people praying i seen where there's people getting together and there's people praying and seeking God and people standing up and, and doing heroic things. They got a guy over there. They call him the, the, the ghost of Kia. Or, is that right? Kiev. Kiev? Am I pronouncing that right? Pronounce it half the time right. Anyway, he shot down six jets, Russian jets so far. I thought that was so cool, you know. But um, we definitely need to be praying, church. Uh, Man, what a, what a crazy time we're in. And, you know, last week and the week before, I'd been preaching. To, we've, we've been preaching about Jesus walking on the earth. And, and we've been preaching, you know, how Jesus taught. Jesus taught, I, I am the King of kings and the Lord of lords. I control all things. I control the nature. I control the demons. I control the healing. And I control death. Amen. And I'm alive forevermore. And he said to them, these things I'm going to have to suffer. I'm going to have to suffer these things. And I'm going to be rejected. And I'm going to be killed. But I'm going to raise the third day. You see, they didn't understand this because they didn't have a clue what was getting ready to take place. And, and, and you know, as, as we walk in these days, mighty warriors, we need to pay attention. And, and we need to deny self and, and start to... Uh, Become about others. Get ourselves out of the way. And when we really begin to become about others, God begins us to use us to touch others. Uh, man, I was so blessed this past week to hang out with Dustin for a little bit. He's teaching me how to raise money. Oh, by the way, if you didn't know, we raised $5,000 last Sunday for, for, for the church. Uh, for, for awakening. And we went out, and we bought beds, and he ordered frames, and he ordered comforts. Man, he's got these guys that are going to be spoiled by the time they get They won't want to leave. But anyway, we got to put the beds up and stuff, and we got to go out, and, and we got to do a little bit of fundraising. Now, I've raised, I've raised all kind of money for churches, but I never raised money for a recovery program, and I really didn't know what to do, but I know God knows what to do. And, and, and Ken went with us. We call him Tex. If you don't know him, he's a new addition to our church, him and his family. We love him to death. Uh, he's on far for Jesus, and we're going down there. Well, I, I might as well tell you, I hit a rock in the road coming home from CR. Just destroyed the front end of my truck. 
It might be totaled, I'm not sure yet. But anyway, I'm like, devil, you're not going to defeat me. You are not going to defeat me. I'm going fundraising tomorrow. I'm going to call Ken, and he's going to stop and get me, and I'm going to ride with him. And, and so that's what happened. And we got there as we were going down the road. Ken goes, man, Doug, I don't know how to talk to people. I'm, I'm, I'm not the people kind of talker. We got there, and Dustin was already set up. And people start coming out. Ken's like, how y'all doing? I can't say it like he does. He's from Texas. But as soon as he said it, I go, everybody here knows he ain't from around here. Amen. You just know it. But he had that Texas charm. He began to talk, and I looked over at Dustin, and I said, there ain't nothing wrong with him. He knows how to talk. But you see, when you're doing stuff for the Lord, God just gives you the boldness. And you got to be humble when you're raising money. And there's so many people trying to, to rob people today and, and extort money from people. A lot of people are kind of standoffish about it. But when we begin to tell them about this program that started and that people can come to the recovery program for free, they begin to listen. And I'm telling you, church, we've never had that around here, and it's going to be an awesome thing. I'm so excited when the first person walks through the door. And so we need to continue to pray for that. You know, we, we need to continue to, to do God's will. Uh, last week, you know, Dustin preached on that still small voice. And then I, I preached on who do you say I am. And I hope you thought about this week. Who, who is Jesus for you? Who is Jesus for you? Because this is very important. I, I believe especially in this day and age we're in, it's very important. Uh, you know, he's everything to me. Everything to me. I love my wife dearly, but she knows she comes second. And she loves me dearly, but I know that I come second. God's number one in my life, and he always will be till I take that last breath. And I want to be a warrior for him, church. I, I, I want to be in such love with him that people can see it. And so today we're going to talk about when the glory of the Lord came down. You know, after, after Jesus was, was teaching the disciples and stuff about the death and, and the resurrection and everything, then he, he left, and then he's journeying, he takes Peter James and John with him to the mountain. And that's where I'm going to start at today. Uh, this is going to be our Lent study. It's called 40 Days of Prayer, and it's got all kind of cool stuff in it. It's got a day-by-day, day-by-day devotion that you can write in it. And then I'm going to be preaching each, each text that we do for the week, and it's all about prayer. I believe now more than ever, church, we need to realize what, what prayer is about in our lives and the power we have in prayer. And so they're going to be up here. They're all across the front. Come and get you one. I paid $12 a piece for them. If you don't have the money, don't worry about it. Church paid for it. If you want to make a donation back to the church, $12 you can. It doesn't matter. Just come and get you one. I'm sure I have enough. And I'm, I'm, I'm excited about this because we're going to be in one accord as we do this. So on, on Monday, we're all going to be reading and, and doing the same thing. On Tuesday, we're going to be doing the same thing. You, you're going to begin to see that. When we come into one accord, we, we come into a power. And it doesn't matter whether we're together or not. If, if we're coming into one accord studying the same scripture and we're praying about it, we become one. And I want you to understand how powerful that is. Now, if you've got a few people at home and you want to do this together with them at home... You can do that as well. 
you can, it's made to do it in groups as well. But anyway, it's an awesome study, campaign, whatever you want to call it. I'm so excited about it, and I hope you will get in it and get involved. Uh, man, are we up up there? See you next week. Oh, no. You trying to be funny, Jacob? Oh, you got to love Jacob. Jacob is the guru of all gurus on that computer. The glory of the Lord came down. Man, I want to tell you something, church. If you've ever been in the presence of God, if you've ever been in the glory of the Lord, man, it's just something. When it falls, things begin to happen. You hear what I'm saying? God begins to move. Things begin to happen. The power of the Holy Spirit, man, the anointing. I'm telling you what, it's, it's just real. And when it happens, you can't help but do something. You hear what I'm saying? You can't help but do something. You got to do something. So as we get ready, I want to read the scripture to you first. It's from Mark 9, verses 1 through 10. <coughs> you pray for me. About done with this. I, I, my cold's gone, but my, my cough's still lingering a little bit, and I rebuke it every day. But I've slept two days this week all the way through. And I normally don't even do that. So the Lord's blessed me. Amen. Mark 9. It said, And he said to them, Assuredly I say to you, that there are some standing here who will not taste death till they see the kingdom of God present with power. Now after six days, Jesus took Peter, James, and John and led them up on a high mountain apart from themselves and he was transfigured before them. His clothes become shining, exceedingly white like snow, such as no launder on earth can whiten them. And Elijah appeared to them with Moses, and they were talking with Jesus. Then Peter answered and said to Jesus, Rabbi, it is good for us to be here. Let us make three tabernacles, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. And because he did not know what to say, for they were greatly afraid. And a cloud came over that shattered them. And a voice came out of the cloud saying, This is my beloved son. Hear him. Suddenly when they looked around, they saw no one anymore, but only Jesus with themselves. Now as they came down from the mountain, he commanded them that they should tell no one the things they had seen till the Son of Man had risen from the dead. Amen. May the Lord add the blessing to the reading of the word today. I don't know about you, but I like to be on the mountain. Amen. Everybody likes to be on the mountain. If we had our way about it, we would stay on the mountain. Amen. We would stay up there where we're being blessed and in the presence of God and God's working. I'm telling you, Jesus picked his inner three now. And he says, come on, I'm going to take you to the mountain. You see, we're preparing for this journey to the cross, church. We're, we're having Ash Wednesday service at 630 this Wednesday. People ask me, well, what day are you having it on? Ash Wednesday. It'll be on Wednesday. 630. But, but this is a time, now listen to me. And man, I knew something was going to happen because I said I was going to quit watching TV. Now we're in a war, and I ain't going to be able to watch it, but I can still do like the old days and listen to the radio. Amen. 
But the, the whole point of why I'm doing this is I want to get closer to God. The whole point we do this, Lynn, and I know some of you here, might, it might be foreign to you, might not have ever done it. But I'm here to tell you, once I was taught it, I never not did it. I don't think that's proper English, but anyway. Yeah, amen. So I want to challenge you now. We're going to start our, 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 our devotional, our 40 days of prayer on Monday. And it'll tell you day one, day two. You can stay up with it. And the front of it will be what, what, what we'll be preaching and teaching in our classes and at church on Sunday. So we're really going to concentrate on this prayer. But I want you to pray about what you want to do for Lent. And, and you know, Lent's a time of, uh, of looking inside. It's a time of uh, picking out spots that might be a little rough and saying, I'm going to work on this spot. I'm going to work in this area. I'm going to do this. might be something you've never done God's challenging you to do. I mean, when God spoke to me about TV, I was like, oh, Lord, can it be anything else? Do I have to do TV? You know, I like to, to settle down sometimes and just watch a little bit of TV in the evening. God said, you're watching too much TV. So as Jesus took the disciples to the mountain, the inner disciples, probably the, the biggest warriors, because we know, well, who was Peter? Who was Peter? Peter was a rock. On my rock, I'll build my church. You see, he was going to be one of the leaders that started the first church. And then he took James and John. Who's James and John? Sons of thunder. That's right. Ooh, lightning and thunder. Amen. Sons of thunder, buddy. I'm telling you, these were the warriors. These were the closest ones anointed to God. And they even, James and John, I couldn't believe they asked the question, you think it'd be all right if we could sit on the left and right-hand side of you? What? You got any sense? He's the one where Jesus didn't just haul up and smack him in the back of the head. What are you thinking? They had no clue of what was getting ready to happen. See, they were getting ready to, to, to go on this journey to the cross. Jesus done told them he had to suffer. He'd be rejected. He'd be killed, tortured, died, and resurrected. They still didn't understand. And so they went up to the mountain. And man, I'll I tell you what, the glory, Jesus' glory is revealed. It said it was so bright that you couldn't even imagine the brightest thing on earth, the whitest thing on earth. You couldn't even imagine. That's how bright and brilliant Jesus was. The glory fell on him. The Holy Spirit came down upon him. And, and the power. Man, let me tell you, when we go to the mountain, things are going to happen. When we go to the mountain and we really begin to pray, God hears our prayers. Do you pray not expecting God to do something? Or do you pray expecting that God will do something? You see, church, a lot of times we don't really have the faith to believe. We don't really give it to God and say, okay, God, I know you're going to take care of this. Man, when the glory fell, I, couldn't, I, I can't even imagine being there. Said, and Peter answered and said to Jesus, Master, is it good for us to, to be here? Let us make tabernacles, one for thee, one for Moses, and one for Elijah. He didn't know what to say, and they were frightened. So he said, this is a, how about we make a, if you don't know, and if you ever get the opportunity to go to Israel, you'll find out that everywhere anything significant took place, 
there was a tabernacle, a church, a temple, something built on that piece of land for remembrance. And so this was just in line with what was taking place. You know, when that presence comes down on us, when Jesus begins to speak to us, man, I'll tell you, something happens. The power of God, the presence of God, it be. It begins to encourage us and strengthen us for the journey ahead. You're not always going to be on the mountain. You're going to be in the valley. And you are going to go through troubles and tribulation. You're going to have Satan attacking you. Man, the last few weeks, Satan's been all over me. I rebuke him in the name of Jesus Christ. I put him under my foot. he got no power in the name of Jesus Christ. You're not going to stop me, so you might as well quit messing with me. You know when I wake up, you got trouble on your hands. You hear what I'm saying, church? That's the way we need to be as mighty warriors. We need to claim it and name it. Are you frightened? I'm not frightened. I'm not frightened at all. I'm not frightened because I know I serve a mighty God, and I know my God has already taken care of the devil. I believe without a doubt that's why we're in such a battle we're in right now in the world. That's why the world is trying to take over. That's why we're seeing all this socialism and all this stuff to where people begin to tell us what to do and what not to do. You can't do this and you can't do that. I'm here to tell you, I'm going to live by the Word of God. And if i got to be an outlaw and a rebel for Jesus, whoa, I'll be a good one, let me tell you. I'll be a good one. I'm not afraid. I don't care what the government says. Lord, we need to pray for our government. We need to pray God puts us a president in there that, that is strong. Or we're going to be in a third world war here before long. This stuff is real, church. There are people getting killed right now as we speak. You know why? Because they had freedom. Because they had democracy. Because they could worship God. You see, Putin decided, man, it's getting way too close for me here. If they join NATO... NATO will move right in beside my door. Church, I'm telling you, we need to pray. But don't be afraid. It said, then a cloud appeared and enveloped them, and a voice came from the clouds, and this, my son who I love, listened to him. Now, we, we remember, right? We remember at the baptism, the Holy Spirit fell, right? This is Jesus, my son, who I'm well pleased with, right? Remember that? Father, Son, Holy Spirit, we see the Trinity. Here we see the Trinity, but this time God says something. Did you pay attention to what he said? Listen to him. Church, I'm telling you what, how do we listen to him? We listen to him through the Word of God. We listen to him through godly people. We listen to him in the way we live our lives and the things we do. We constantly listening for what God has planned and prepared. I'm telling you, revival is going to break out. People are going to start getting saved. Things are going to begin to change for the good. And that's why the devil is fighting so hard. Maybe the devil's fighting a family member. Maybe the devil's fighting somebody you know, a friend. But I'm here to tell you, prepare for what's to come. Be in the Word. Know the Word. Understand the Word. So when somebody starts to ask you something or, or question, you can answer it. And if you can't answer it, get the Bible out and look it up. It's as simple as that. Man, when, when the Holy Spirit fell and the clouds overshadowed him, and he said, listen to him, hear him, 
You know, I thank God every day for the power and the presence of the Lord. I thank God I can hear him. I listen to him. I'll never forget when I was being ordained. And I told them, I said, when the Holy Ghost speaks to me. And they said, what do you mean by that? They thought it was literally, verbally. They thought I lost my mind, really. I'm kind of a rebel. I've always been a rebel. But anyway, I said, when the Holy Spirit speaks to you. You know what I'm talking about. If you don't know what I'm talking about, then you missed out. You haven't got it yet. If you don't hear the Holy Spirit, if you're not walking and knowing the Holy Spirit, you're going to keep doing the things of the world. But when you begin to walk in the presence and the power of God, you begin to listen and hear and pray and seek, things begin to happen. Blessings begin to happen. And so, you know, think about the clouds. Just for a minute, the clouds. And the cloud came and overshadowed them. This is a familiar cloud, the cloud of God's glory, traditionally known as Shekinah. It was a pillar of cloud that stood by Israel in the wilderness. Remember that? It was the cloud of glory that God spoke to Israel from. It was from the cloud of glory that God met with Moses and others. It was the cloud of glory that stood by the door of the tabernacle. It was from the cloud that God appeared to the high priest in the holy places inside the veil. It was from the clouds God appeared to Solomon when the temple was dedicated. So, so filling the temple that the priest could not continue. It was the cloud of Ezekiel's vision filling the temple of God with the brightness of his glory. It was the cloud of glory that overshadowed Mary when she was conceived by Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit. It was the cloud of glory that received Jesus into the heavens at ascension. It was the cloud that will display the glory of Jesus Christ when he returns in triumph to this earth. The cloud, the Holy Spirit, the presence of God, the glory. You know what I'm talking about. If you've been there, been around people who have been there, <coughs> you know what I'm talking about. It's an unbelievable power and presence. I wait for the day that the Holy Spirit begins to do that where we're, where we're at. I wait for the day when we set up that tent up there and we begin to have this mighty awakening gathering and that cloud comes over that tent, amen. That's when the Holy Spirit is going to be powerful and great. You know, if you're really seeking after God, let me tell you something, you're going to find Him. If you really want to go up on the mountain for a while, you better get ready because God's going to start speaking to you and then you got to go back down off the mountain. You can't stay up there. I like to stay up there. I'd love to be in the blessings all the time and not have to worry about no persecution. But I'm all here to tell you, church, if you read your Bible, there's all kind of persecution in the New Testament. For us, a lot of people think, oh, glory to God. You know, when the persecution starts, uh, poof, I'm just going to be out of here and I don't have to worry about it. Well, you better read again. If the persecution starts and you're alive, guess what? We will be persecuted. But you know what? I'm not afraid. If I die for the glory of God, so be it. That's a tough one right there, buddy. That's a tough one. Man, the presence of God. The presence and the power of God. The mountaintop experience. I don't want to read that just yet. Did you ever wonder? Did you ever wonder what 
Moses and Elijah were saying to Jesus. You ever think about it? Don't really say. They're saying, we're your best cheerleaders. We're your biggest cheerleaders. You can do this. The next part of the journey is going to be the toughest, but you're going to do it. I don't know what they were saying. I'm just throwing stuff out there. The Holy Spirit, brother. Moses represented what? Moses represented the law. See, in the Old Testament, you have the law and you have the prophets. Moses represented the law. Elijah represented the prophets. And what did Jesus represent? The new beginning. He took over everything. He said, I didn't come to do away with it, I come to fulfill it. Prophecy being fulfilled, church, as they spoke. And they said, you want to build a tabernacle? No, there's no tabernacle being built here. This is my son. He's going to take care of business. I don't know what Jesus and them were talking about, but I know that he was getting ready to take the hardest journey of his life in humanity. At any time, he could have rose up and called legions down, amen? But he knew that the world would not be saved. And as we go through this Lent period, you know, as we go through this time of challenging ourselves and struggling, maybe some of you might even want to try fasting if you've never done that before to get a little closer to God. See, when you suffer a little bit for Jesus, there's something about the presence that gets stronger. When you give up things for Jesus, it's about the presence that gets stronger. When you do things that you know people might not like, but you do it in love, you get stronger in Jesus. And so, church, I just want to challenge you today. You know, this presence, this power of God, it's real. It was real then, and it's real today, and, it, and it's going to be real until Jesus returns home. And it's moving mightily all over right now. Don't fool yourself for a minute thinking it's not in Ukraine. Because there's mighty people of God in Ukraine right now that are praying. There's people all over the world that are praying for Ukraine. Let me tell you, don't you think they can't win? If God wants them to win, they will win. They will win. Above all odds. That's the great thing about serving God. It's always about above all odds. God always takes these people, picks them up out of the gutter, begins, saves them, puts them on fire, gives them an anointing, and sends them out. You ever notice that? God will always take people that are messed up and begin to bless them and raise them up and send them out. That's what he's doing, amen? That's what he's doing. He does that with all of us. Now, we all don't have the same story, but we all have a story. It might not be as bad as mine or as bad as somebody else's, but you still have a story. Sin is sin. I try to tell people all the time, you cannot categorize sin. You can't say a big sin and a little sin. That's not right. It's all sin. That's why we can't continue in that sin. Praise God. Time to come off the mountain, church. Time to get serious.
You've been sitting around on the mountain all this time saying, well, I really don't need to do nothing. I'm all good. It's not about you. It's not about me. It's about what God wants to do through us. Don't let the devil lie to you and manipulate you and tell you you can't do something or, or whatever it is because that's what the devil does best. It's when you get in the word and you begin to pray through and whenever you begin to seek that, that, that power that only God can give you is when things begin to happen. Man, I'm so excited about Awaken Recovery Outreach. I'm so excited, man. We put them beds out the other day. Dustin, he was putting on the, the little frilly things that go around the bottom of the beds and the, and the comforters and everything. Man, I'm telling you what, the power of God is just going to fill that place. The power of God is going to touch people's lives and save people. But that's going to happen all over, church. That's not just going to happen there. It's going to begin to happen all over. He said, and they were coming down the mountain, and he charged them to tell no one what they had seen until the Son of Man had risen from the dead. So they kept the matter to themselves, questioning what this raising from the dead might mean. Amen. We're on a journey now. We're getting ready to go into Lent. I want to challenge you to think about it seriously. Do something seriously. Something seriously for you might be giving up chocolate, giving up sweets, giving up pop, giving up oh, coffee, Red Bull. I'm telling you, man, you think it's not serious, but if it's something you really love to do, I guarantee it gets real serious. And you're like, oh, Lord, come on, I'll just, just do a little bit. Just that one piece of chocolate. I tell you, that's when you, you begin to have the breakthroughs. Uh, are people in here, is there somebody in here that's really been struggling? I feel like there's some people in here that have really been struggling, and they need a breakthrough. And some of them might be to the point of giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Know that God is with us, whether you're on the mountain or in the valley. So the glory of the Lord came down. Are you ready for the journey? Are you ready for the journey? You know, and Galatians says, but when the fullness of time had come, God sent his son. I'm going to tell you something, church. God is on time all the time, amen. His time is the right time if we only have faith to believe and wait upon him. The problem we have, listen to my voice. Lord, the problem we have is when we get out of God's will, we get out of God's time, and we say, oh, I'm going to push this a little quicker. I'm going to make it happen a little faster. You can't do that. you got to slow down. Sometimes, hey, that, that's what aggravates me. I'm like, man, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's get people in the recovery program. Let's tell, see people saved. You can't make people get saved. I cannot make you come to the altar today. Only you can do that. And you know what? You don't even have to come to the altar. You can get saved right where you're at. You can rededicate your life right where you're at. So as we get ready to close today, I'd like for everybody to come and, and grab a book, a, a study of, of prayer. We got for everybody, husband and wife, both get you one because you want to write in this. It's got a lot of places to write in. Now that baby's fine, Ken. Oh, she's on the steps. Okay, I stand corrected. Hey, pretty girl.
I'll let you get her. She might take off running if I get over too close. I stand corrected. So as we get ready to close this morning, man, I'm telling you what. When the glory of the Lord fell, I can't imagine being in the presence of God like that, but I want to see that one day, amen? I want to see that one day. And so, you know, I'm all, well, as we get ready, you got a song ready? I'm going to ask everybody to stand. And as you come, just come on your own and, and come and get a book. And if you want to stop and pray, kind of let God know what you're doing for Lynn, or if you just want to pray, or if you don't want to pray, you don't have to. Do whatever you feel God's leading you to do as you come to the altar today. Well, but before I do that, I, I just am feeling led to do this today. I, I want everybody to bow their heads. And I just want to ask, is there anyone in here that has never accepted Jesus Christ into their life and would like to accept Jesus Christ today? If you'd like to do that, I just want you to raise your hand. That's all I want you to do if there's anybody in here. I just want you to raise your hand. And if there's not, is there anybody in here that's kind of, kind of been hurting, broken, struggling, that really needs prayer right now for their life? I just want you to raise your hand so I can pray for you personally. Amen. 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 There's hands going up all over. Thank God for prayer. I want you to know that there's power in prayer. We have a prayer box outside, and if you want to write something on a we got little uh, pieces of paper that you write them on. We're going to put them in the war room, in the prayer room back there. We go back there every Sunday before church starts and we pray. And we have intercessor prayer warriors in there all the time. We're going to put all those prayer requests back there and we're going to begin to pray for them seriously. And so I just want you to know God loves you and we love you. As we get ready, go ahead and start that song, Andy. Raise your head. Hands. Y'all just feel free to come, get your devotions, do what the Lord's leading you to do. Thank you, Jesus. If you're troubled, heavy-hearted, come to Jesus and find your peace. If you're run down, Jesus and find your strength. He is hope for the hopeless, rest for the weary, help for the hurting. He is, he is mending the broken, 
getting ready to, to close the service but Tom had asked me Tim had asked me sorry Tom Tim Tim had asked me he needed anointed you want to come back up oh my lance you give me a hug come on you're going to be in your first anointed service I'd like some of the warriors to come up we're going to anoint Tim and pray over him uh, he had a had a, a back issue this week had a problem with his back and We're just going to anoint and pray over him. All you guys that believe, raise your hands toward him. Heavenly Father, in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, dear God, right now, lay your hand on his back. And right now, in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord, we pray an outpouring of your healing power on his back. Lord, you know the work that he does for you. You know the service that he does. We just claim this right now. We claim the victory in Jesus' name. He believes. Lord, you said all we had to do is believe and pray, and Lord, it'll happen. So many times we don't have faith to believe, but we pray anyway. But Lord, we know that Tim has the faith. So Lord, right now, in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Lord, just touch him. Touch him with a mighty touch, and we're going to give you the praise and the glory for what you do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You want to pray for him, Dustin?
brothers. Fathers, if your sons and daughters, you've been in trouble. The blood of Jesus over them. Anything you'd like to share, Tim? We talk every Sunday here about how Satan comes in. My wife has thoughts. We decided we were going to go to the playground like a child. Satan, you're defeated. And my wife will have her Thanks, Tim. You want to come on up? We got. Amen. Would you like for me to share with the congregation? This young lady right here. She just don't feel like she's completely accepted Jesus Christ into her life, and she wants to make sure that she completely accepts Jesus into her life. And so right now, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Lord, we thank you. Say these words with me. Jesus, come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. And I'll do the best I can to serve you the rest of my life. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Lord, right now, she claims you as her victor, Lord. We just ask your anointing on her, that her gifts would begin to come out, that you would begin to, to pour out your spirit on her, that you would show her things she's never seen, and that she'd do things she's never done. Lord, we thank you for her honesty, dear Lord, as she comes up before everybody and accepts you completely into her life, Lord. Just lead God and direct her, anoint her, use her. Lord, we thank you for her. May she be a great part of the pulse, dear God, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. It's gone in the name of Jesus. Amen. 
Thank you, Lord. Heavenly Father, we just thank you for this day. We thank you for our opportunity to come together and feel your power and your presence. For that overshadowing cloud of the Holy Spirit that moves through this place freely. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for each and every one in here today as we start this journey. Lord, that we might journey together, dear God. Lord, that we might move in such a way that people will know without a doubt that we love you and we love them too. God is madly in love with you. And God wants to use every single one of us. Lord, bless this study we're doing, this 40-day campaign of prayer. Touch each and every person, Lord, that they might feel your presence and your power as they go through this devotion. And you might use them in great ways. Now, Lord, we just thank you for the, for the day. We thank you for salvation. We thank you for healing, miracles, signs, and wonders. That the Bible says, my church, these things will follow. But Lord, just walk with us. Forgive us where we fall short. Help us to be those people you've called us to be. And Lord, we pray for Ukraine today, Lord. And every day we pray for a mighty anointing there, that you would use the warriors there, that you might be the warrior. Thank you, Jesus, for your mercy and for your grace. Forgive us where we fall short, and we'll give you the praise and glory always in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you all. Have a wonderful day. If you didn't get a book, now come on up and get a book.